What's up, everyone? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everyone, to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. I am joined by the powerhouse, the queen of Dallas, Miss Leanne Locken. How are you, Leanne? I am so good. I'm so good. It's... I am uh, I'm loving winter, finally. Oh, yeah. You guys have a true winter in uh, in Dallas, right? Yeah, well, finally. it's it's Today, it's like 30, I think, 30 or 40. But, like, you know, we had a couple of days where it was 20s. We haven't had our snow yet. People are like, it's not going to snow. And I'm like, trust me. February is when it it's snows. February. <laughs> Just about the time you want to dress sexy for Valentine's Day, it's like God goes poof. <laughs> Valentine's and Halloween. Those are the two ha- holidays that screw our weather pattern in Texas. Big time. Well, and you guys have a really hot summer, right? Oh, I don't know about hot. Uh, sweltering, uh, sweating. You know, it's amazing as much as I sweat in the summer, I still don't lose an ounce of weight. <laughs> and your skin looks amazing too. Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, what have you been up to since we last saw you on our screens? Oh my gosh, so much. Uh, started my own travel magazine with some friends uh, called Eternal Travel Magazine, Eternal Traveler Magazine. Uh, we have an Instagram page, so you can find us there. Mm-hmm. We have been traveling the world. I mean, last year we went to St. Lucia, Tulum, Costa Rica, Lefkada, Greece uh just all over wow and so you blog about it right or yeah well I mean I share on Instagram and and we do stories and stuff like that so yeah and we share we do articles in the magazine about where we've been and then we have guest uh travel bloggers come on so wow okay and then where's like your favorite place you've traveled to so far okay so visually I have to say, I loved Puerto Rico. I just Mm. visually, Puerto Rico, everywhere you turned, you were like, oh, I want to do a photo there. Oh, I want to do a photo there. But I also really loved St. Lucia. St. Lucia was fab, just so peaceful and slow motion. And we had a huge, like 5,000 square foot, you know, private cabana with our private pool. And it was just beautiful. We had the same thing in Costa Rica, but my husband got to go to St. Lucia. So that was kind of fun for my birthday. And he karaoke'd me. Oh, wow. Yay. I was my ex. My next question actually was, how's Rich doing? He's doing He's so slammed. The man has got like 85 jobs. I quit one (laughs) job and I'm like, your turn. And he went and got 85 jobs. He's doing really well. He's got, um, he's got a TV show that's coming out on Discovery Plus. They, um, they like it so much. They went in and re-edited it. It was supposed to uh, air in December. And I think now they pushed it to March or April because they, they really like the content. They went in and stretched it a little bit. So now we've got the premiere content and the first two episodes already done. So I'm very excited for him. Um, what else? Uh, my dog has been driving me insane. My little beagle, uh, she has a cone on her head because she poked her cornea and, um, oh, it's, it's awful. Can you see her? Yeah, I can see. Oh, I feel so bad for her. Show people how you got your comb. She's like, screw you. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, basically, yeah, the vet, my vet was like, um, I go, how do you keep her still? And he's like, I don't know what you mean. She just sits there and lets me draw her blood. She's so good. And I'm like, well, she's a fucking bitch at home. <laughs> and everybody at the vet laughed. Because I was just like, it was just so sincere. Like, she hates me. <laughs> but the vet had the magic touch. <laughs> I mean, the 
piss me off. I'm like, you're really like, why do you have to make me look so bad? Like you make me look like the mommy bitch, like mommy dearest at the vet. It's not nice. It's just not, you know, so. Well, I have to say, because you're wearing that lovely Balenciaga hoodie, sweatshirt, what do you call it? Like just, it's you know, just shirt? Sweater. sweater. Okay. Um, your fashion sense is literally incredible. Like, where do you get your inspiration from? Because I just see it on Instagram. I'm like, oh my God, she's rocking it. You know what? I, the one thing I think I miss the most from doing TV hosting or being on TV is creating that, um, that, that unforgettable look. And so I've really this year told myself that's one of the things I want to get back into. And so like, I've actually got um, a new series I'm going to start pretty soon called Wigging Out Wednesdays, where it's going to be, yes, over the top wigs with some crazy ass fashion and just, you know, I just, I like, you know, I, me loving to have fun is never going to go away. Just never. Yes. I just you know, I'm a Gemini. I, I get bored if I'm not like, let's do some fun. <laughs> I mean, literally today I was like, what am I going to post? And then I saw a picture of me in that Mercedes and I was like, oh my God. You're like, <laughs> that's it, the one. <laughs> it just, you know, that's how my mind is. People are like, you know, I love when people back in the day were like, oh, she tries so hard. And I'm like, actually, I don't try at all. That shit just pops in my brain. Like, it's <laughs> how God made me. You know my philosophy. If you don't like me, die and talk to God. Either way, I don't got to deal with you. <laughs> I love it. Um, is that so? How did you come up with like your interview confessional looks for Dallas? Was it? Oh, that was that was literally my favorite. Me and my uh, my sweet uh, makeup artist Cachette. She is at VIP Artist on Instagram. Um, I would just be like. I want something with chains. I want something soft and sweet. I want this. And she would literally come to me and be like, well, this is what's happening in Europe. And I'm like, ah, let's do that. Yeah. I, I love, you know me, I, it's gotta be a little freaky. It's got a little, it's always has to be over the top. Um, that was my favorite part. And you know, the worst part is uh, the first season they were all like, you know, oh, well just pick something out of your closet. We didn't know. So we did like idiots. And, um, and then the second season, I was like, oh, hell no, that shit ain't right. That's rude. And then they, and then they were like, well, just, you know, just bring a, a backup top. And I'm like, I, 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 I'm sorry, a backup what? No, 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 no. This is a look. Like, I created this bitch. This bitch is me. And this bitch is going to answer your question. So there's no backup top for this bitch. This bitch is this. This you know? is the look. <laughs> oh my God. And you don't know it, because Bravo would always have to approve your look. And the producers, I would go so drama queen. And the producers would be like, Leanne, I just don't know if that's going to get approved. And I'm like, yeah, well, and they're like, Leanne, uh, it's a little dramatic. And I'm like, I know I, if they have not learned that I'm the queen of drama, then that sound damn fault. Cause there ain't no backup look bitches. I can do it naked. <laughs> But I don't think that's gonna fly. And then my looks would always get approved. It was just like, you know, I really didn't think the one year, the I think it was year two or three when I did the red dress and the um and the, the head ornament, which I had. Oh, to that call was it. my favorite. Oh my god. I gosh. could not call it my crown because Deandra flipped her fucking kitty cat between her legs because I had a crown on. Yeah. So I was like, my head ornament. <laughs> I also liked the uh, black, uh, I don't remember what season it was, 
season three maybe it's like oh, the black you know what i'm talking about yeah the, the black with, leopard uh body it was a bodysuit yes oh my god fierce yeah i just wanted to do did you know i really wanted to push it i really i here's the thing i never wanted to deliver boring i just it's and it's not like i you never did trust purposely, me <laughs> oh thank you it's not like i purposely in my mind said i'm not going to be boring it's just i can't do look at look at me in this interview i cannot do boring i cannot sit here quietly and answer your questions like a sweet little innocent bitch it's not who i am and it's, i have had people like that yeah um, <laughs> yeah okay um so i just want to get right into it um Let's how are it. you how are you approached for dallas because i want to know so is oh, my first awesome. question yeah, I will be honest with you. I was, uh, of all the cast, original cast, I was the only one who got the email to interview for the show. And um, I was the last to respond to the email and interview. And I was the first cast. Oh, interesting. Okay, so everybody else was kind of hesitant, but you were always like- No, 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 so no, no, you... no, 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 Not everybody else. Oh, you were hesitant about it, but everybody else was not. I did not. I had had another person who had their own show already cast, already booked. Oh, okay, got it. Greenlit, okay? And so he had said, I really want you to come be, have, be a part of my show, do this. And I was like, okay, well, I get to be me. And, you know, I kind of know, like, you want me to be involved with charity. So, you know, and people know, you throw the word charity at me and I'm like, how can I help? You know, because that's that's truly what's in my heart. So I had gone, I'd gotten the email about Dallas um, and I was like, oh, I'll be a part of a group of women. Jesus Christ, no, I'd rather like eat a tampon. Um, and so I, I went over, so my friend had said, you know, hey, come, let's film a scene together. I'd already talked to the production company in New York. I talked to their PR people. Like they were all like, we have to have Leanne. So I went and did this little scene audition with him and he flipped on me and uh I flipped back real quick because you know you don't flip on me oh no and um and I flipped back on that little short ass and and I left there and I was like fuck you I'm not doing I'm not helping you because I know I'm helping you okay uh and I'm like you know what? I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna respond to that other email just to like do you know I just like out of fury I responded and they were like, oh, well, we we're almost done interviewing, but you know, we'd love to put you on Skype. So I Skyped. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was in the group that got the in-person interview. But if you look at it, everybody was referred. All of the original cast was referred by someone who got the original email, except for me. Okay. Of all the original cast, I was the first person that Bravo and the production company said, yes, for sure. No doubt. This is number one. Now let's build everyone around it. Well, who's it's funny because drop, who's going to irritate yeah. her. <laughs> well, it's funny. Cause I always, whenever I think of Dallas, I always tell people, cause they're like, I want to watch housewives. I'm like, you got to watch Dallas. And I was like, you know, Leanne is amazing. That's like the first person I always tell people. Cause I'm like, when I think of real housewives of Dallas, I think of you. Thank so you. I, you know, well, I'm just, yeah. I appreciate that. I love when uh, somebody, I just posted on my Instagram story, someone posted like who they wanted it, if there was a six and they gave a reason why of everything, you know, and then they said mm -hmm. Leanne and then all they put was she built this house. And I was like, thank you. She did. That she, she did. did. <laughs> and I left the house for one season 
and you bitches just fell apart like who left the candle burning like oh yeah we're gonna get to that too um (laughs) so how closely did you know any of the women like did you know any of them at all I mean were you friends with Tiffany or I knew the people that I brought on. I brought on mm-hmm. Tiffany and Marie. And yeah, mm-hmm. I've been friends with Tiffany since we were teenagers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I've known Marie, I knew, I'd known Marie for, well, 10 plus years. Mm-hmm. And so I knew them. I knew of Carrie enough to say when we would socially see each other, I would say hi. Um, but I did not know Stephanie and Brandy at all, mm-hmm. like at all. And because they came to, that was the first time you had met them at your charity event or was that later on? Um, I met Stephanie briefly at a charity event with her husband who I worked with on a film. He was one of the producers, not the full producer, but a producer on the film. Mm -hmm. And um, and I I had been cast in the film. So I met her, I think it was at a premiere party or something like that. Um, So I'd known her, but like, listen, I can say hi to you and not have massive recall that we've met you really Mm -hmm. have to be for me in my mind you have to really say something unforgettable or have a personality that is unforgettable for me to remember number one because I'm old and number two because I just I'm not a fan of like mud unless I'm bathing in it you know I mean if you're not doing something from a skin bye so I just like I met her, but she didn't really, wasn't memorable. I've never met Brandy, even though Brandy would love to go around and say, of course she didn't remember me. That was bullshit. I've never met Brandy before the show. I, uh, you know, just never happened. And you and Brandy like recently made up, right? That was like, yeah, that was very sweet. I mean, you know, Brandy, uh, Brandy had tweeted something and I did not even know that she had made that tweet. And then someone mm-hmm. sent it to me and was like, did you know this? And I was like, oh my God, no, I should go respond. So I shared it to show that, you know what, look, at this point in our lives, if we can't all move the on, mm-hmm. then uh, you need to go back to kindergarten. So, you know, Brandy and I have moved the on. And I think Brandy is a wonderful mother. I think um, Brandy, there's, there's parts of Brandy that will always be a part of my heart. And mm-hmm. so I'm glad that, you know, we've moved on. We've, you know, laid down the swords. Well, so going through everything that Brandy went through on her last season of Dallas, were you kind of like, just because I feel like you had kind of a tougher season for season four, did you kind of feel uh, sympathetic towards her? Towards... I didn't watch the season, so I wouldn't know what she went through. T, you didn't watch it? I didn't watch it. Oh, I, okay. Okay. I didn't put Bravo. I didn't have the network on. I, I, don't, I don't, I still haven't had the network on since I announced that I left. Oh, you missed so much. No, I'm just kidding. You didn't miss so much. I did. Um. <laughs> if I did, they'd still be going. Yeah, that's um, what's really yeah, I found Netflix. I found Netflix and it's like, you know, holy shit. I know there's lots I mean, of stuff I, on Netflix. My library is off the chain. Oh, if you good. looked in a library, you would be like, okay, yes, Leanne is massively mentally screwed up. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is how my brain works. You know the Geico commercial where the guy's like, well, y'all may not see it, but like it's a bull rider riding on like this thing. And he's like, you know, of course, the Statue of Liberty or whatever's behind him. And uh, and I thought to myself, you know, that'd have been a fun segment, like having a professional bull rider teach us all how to ride bull. Yeah. 
we were talking it we might as well learn to write it uh, but you know that's just how my brain like my brain constantly thinks of the most unusual odd entertaining things or that i find entertaining like what's on the top of your netflix list I've watched almost everything. I still want to watch uh, the one about the guy who has to go into like the series of people they try to trap into go into this abandoned apartment building to edit the VHS tapes, which have been burned in a fire, but the building. Oh, archive something. Archive eight. Yes. Archive, yeah. Okay. I want to watch that. I want to watch Brave. Brave. Okay. Um, with, with Alyssa Milano. Uh-huh. where she's a book writer and turns out her sister was like an online sex thing and um still want to figure out that whole online sex thing world just in case rich dies and i need to make a living um but you know all kinds of stuff oh my god i'm crying from laughter um so what was like one of your most memorable things from the show what was your takeaway from the show i mean my two most memorable moments on the show were getting engaged yes and getting married mm. and i will say the joy that i have knowing that of the entire season four the highest viewed episode was my wedding that's and, true and that just goes to show you between that and the fact that season one premiered at under three hundred and twenty thousand views shows you that you know a few people that were watching the show were watching for me because mm -hmm. they related, because I was authentic, because I was open, because I have cracks and I don't care. Like, I'm not, you know what, I, I, feel, I feel bad that Andy thinks I'm a liar because I know I'm not. And I think most people who know me know I'm not. Wait, that he thinks you're a liar? Oh yeah, you haven't read the book. Um, yeah, he thinks because that's what I'm Rich behind. Fry, that's what Rich Fry and Sezen told him, that the wall of lies, and I'm like, there were no fucking lies, you assholes. Y'all wanted to believe what y'all wanted to believe about me because that's what Stephanie told you. Well, you know, <laughs> fuck that and the horse she rode in on. I, I don't know, think there's anything for you to lie about. I there don't, wasn't. Like, my, my mom didn't stay for the whole thing. And then Andy was like, you're, I go, my mom stayed for the whole party. She's like, your mother, they said your mother left it. Da, 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 da. Well, my mother left at 9.58. Dear Lord, guess what time the fucking party ended, Ken? <laughs> <laughs> she was tired. She had to leave two minutes early. I mean, on both her crutches. All right, Andy. <laughs> Jesus um, Christ. So, well, I always think that like with Housewives, I feel like, and I don't know if you agree, but like consistency is key. So I think it really helped that you were there for a lot of Dallas. I mean, minus one season. Like, I feel like we get invested in you guys. So it's like, we want to know how your life turns out. And I think that that's why highest rated episode was your wedding because that's honestly that's what i told every press interview doing this i said look mm -hmm. i got engaged on camera which is what rich wanted it was not me i did not mm -hmm. know that shit was happening i was blown away the man hates the state fair and he went down three times that day to make sure it got right and um and the and the executive producers that season were like oh my god your husband is just so in love with you you know afterwards i learned all this um so I thought if I got engaged, it's not right not to share my wedding. And that's why the last season was all about my wedding. And I think most of the girls really felt like I was trying to take over the season with all the parties. But if you really look at parties that in the South that we throw for weddings, trust me, I let a lot of them go. I mean, I can mm. say this, 
I know Deandra was ifed because she was like turning 50 that year. So she threw three parties for her 50th birthday, one of which made air one for five minutes. And it's only because I went and showed up. You brought the cameras there. But no, but no, no, the cameras were there. I just. You brought the interestingness. I brought the truth. You brought the I truth. Brought the I love realness. it. I brought the honesty. And, you know, I got booed at that party. When I went to speak, I got, got up and I was boo, boo, boo. I'm like, you wouldn't believe this crazy bitch. Go ahead. Like, I don't care. I'm not here for y'all because I'm a lion. I don't give a shit what the sheep in the world think. Here's what I think. I'm going to get up here and I'm going to speak the truth. I wanted to have a fresh start with her. That is not what she wanted with me. Not my problem. Um, okay, her birthday party was the one where you guys were all wearing those like costumes, right? No, her birthday party was the one where we roasted her. Not a roast. Not oh, a roast. yes, I remember that. Okay. Deandra's well, so sweet. Not a roast. <laughs> I was trying to remember like what had happened. And then I'm like, oh my God, now I remember exactly what yeah. happened. Her husband gave her 50 donuts. If my husband ever gave me 50 donuts, <laughs> I'd put him on his penis and let a pig go at him. <laughs> You'd be sleeping in the doghouse. I'm just, we don't have the doghouse, so I don't know where the hell you'd be sleeping. In the yard. My, or dogs, my dogs sleep in bed with me. So, <laughs> um, what was like your, uh, what was like the hardest moment for you to live through on camera? There was a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Some of the hardest ones were um, things that, still stay in the memory even though I've let go of the pain is um Brandy turning to me and saying that she felt uncomfortable sitting next to my husband which I know is a complete line I know she said it for the show but it's still hurtful and it hurt my mm -hmm. husband a lot um Brandy invited my husband to a nonprofit charity event for flags of honor and sat next to him and draped a flag around his shoulders and insisted they take pictures together. I mean, some of the things, I think the thing that bothers me the most from the show is the lies. The lies that they know that they're lies, but they thought they were creating a show. And I never, my whole thing in the very beginning was, I was told, don't lie to the audience, the audience isn't stupid. And I agree, I don't think the audience is stupid. I think the audience is smart enough those who are smart enough to really see what's going on aren't always the loudest. And I think that, um, that that's the same thing going for our country right now. You know, those who are smart aren't always the loudest. I agree. Sometimes um, we sit in our intelligence very quietly, just waiting for the shit to fall. That is a really true statement. <laughs> um, do you still talk to anyone from the show? Like, yeah, I mean, I talked to Cam, I talked to uh, Duber, I talked to Tiffany Hendra, uh, I, I talked to Tiffany Moon, uh, even though we didn't work together. Mm -hmm. um, Did you know her prior or no? No, uh -uh, I didn't. Oh, okay. She reached out to me uh, during filming her very first, you know, the last season that I wasn't there. She reached mm -hmm. out and was like, I want, I just want to sit down and pick your brain about everything. So I, she sat down with me at a, breakfast and I let her pick my brain and you know we recently had lunch and I and she was like I just felt like no one had my back and I'm like uh welcome to Leanne's world and and then I was like but you had Deandra and she was like yeah I felt like no one had my back and I was like okay well there you go 
Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I definitely feel like you probably had some moments like that. I mean, I've, I've watched back some <laughs> of the moments. Every season I had that moment. Yeah. <laughs> I was I'm like, does like... anybody in Leanne's corner or? <laughs> you know, it's, it's like I had a cloud of really stinky gas around me at all times. <laughs> no one wanted to inhale near me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, well, I was going to say, what did you think of season five? But um, I know you probably, you didn't watch it, but um, did, were hey, you. what the ratings say. I know I was going to say, so like, do you think that, well, let me just ask you this. Um, was it a mutual exit for you or were, were you like, I'm done? Highly no. mutual. Highly, Highly mutual. mutual. Okay. Um, I got asked by the executive producer, what did I want to do? And, and my brain immediately was like, God, in my, this is how my brain works. I think to myself, I talk to myself in my brain before my mouth opens and it's very fast. Mm-hmm. But basically I was like, I repeated to myself, you know, his question, what do I want to do? And then my brain was like, I don't want to go work with those women. They hate me. <laughs> and, and then I said, honestly, I just don't think I have anything to film with them. They hate me. And, and to be quite frank, my heart is done being hurt by their hatred. I just, I don't want to do it anymore. And he said, are you sure? And I said, I, I, I am. I just don't want to do it anymore. And he said, I understand. And I respect that. And, you know, I probably should have said this sooner. But Leanne, I owe you a lot for this show. And I was like, oh, you wait till the day I fucking quit to tell me what a big part of the show I was like, that is the epitome of my entire time on the show. You know, <laughs> you couldn't thank me until I was gone, you know. Hey, sometimes that's, that's what, you know, I mean, I feel like, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like you would have been nailed to the cross in a way if you came back. So it's kind of, I, I, I was, was nailed to the cross every season. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Jesus Christ. The holes are exhausting. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like how far would they have taken it? Had well, you that back? was the other thing, you know, to twist what was said and what was done into what they wanted it to be what's next i'm a pedophile i'm you know like what what other crazy thing are you going to come up with to call me that everybody should know i'm not and um and i just was like you know that that was the hate that i was talking about i think once we got to a level of that i realized that um my joy was gone i mean my joy was it took me a year of intense like deprogramming uh, therapy, um, silence, meditation to really realize that, you know, I didn't, I didn't need the show. I didn't, that wasn't a show that I should have been a part of, you know, not like that. Yeah. And I I feel like, you know, that reunion probably must've been really hard for you just because I feel like you, that, you know, you're sitting there, it's like, you can't leave. And they're just like coming at you from all corners, you know? I will tell you, wish I do. There's one thing I wish I would have done that reunion. I wish that at lunch, I would have packed my shit up and left. Mm. Yeah. I can do anything I want. I'm a human. True. They can sue me all they want. They can withhold my money, which they do a lot. I was, I think I lost season three. I think I lost $15,000 in, in, uh, in damages for my tweets to defend myself. Oh my God. Um, yeah. Uh, I just, you know, it just, it gets to a point where you're like, you know, here's the thing that reunion, what people don't realize is normally how it goes is, you know, you go from the outside of the sofa in 
and you go like one, two, three, four, and then you, or one, two, three, you break for lunch, and then you do four, five, six of storylines for each person. This, that, that year they did one, two, three, five, six, break for lunch. And I knew I was like, I was the entire second half of the day filming. So let me get this straight. Someone who was an entire second half of the day filming is someone that you, you know, you just want to shit on. And I just, for everything that I gave, it just, it, it wasn't worth it. And I think a lot of the people who look back now realize that. And I think if you asked at least three of the girls who were on that sofa who said terrible things about me, I think mm -hmm. if you asked them now, they would probably say, no, I don't think that's, I, I don't, I disagree with what I said, or I, ch I changed my mind about what I said. Mm -hmm. Well, I feel like, cause you and Deandra were pretty close. Like, do you kind of not necessarily miss that relationship, but do you, do you are you sad with how everything like went down with that? Or? Of course, mm -hmm. of course. The reality is, you know, she walks around and tells people that we weren't really ever that close and blah, blah, blah. I never knew. In my mind, in my heart, we were close. We were best friends. We were like sisters. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can ask Cam. Actually, Cam and I just went to lunch to celebrate her birthday. And, um, and I said to her, don't you remember how much that season I called you crying? I would walk around my backyard just bawling my eyes out, just crying my soul out because I didn't understand why she was doing what she was doing. Hindsight 2020, you know, she wants to be the, you know, big B and, um, and she was. Two she different definitely, meetings. Definitely two different was. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think that you and Tiffany like would have gotten along on the show? I mean, I know you said you're friendly now, but yeah, for sure. And, and it could have had some really uh, great conversations. I don't know that we would have always agreed with everything, but definitely I probably would have stopped a lot of the torture that happened. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I would have said, I'm not, eat I'm not going to eat the chicken foot either. And, it, and it's not because I'm whatever you think, because my, my best friend is Cantonese, but I don't have any, I have no desire to eat beets. Does that mean that wherever beets were born, I'm bad against that? Kind of, no, but no. I, they're just things I'm not going to put in my mouth. My husband knows that. <laughs> I was waiting for that. There's, there's birthdays and Christmas. Birthdays and Christmas and that's it. <laughs> um, so, okay. So I know you didn't watch the show, but there was so much that went down on social media after the show. So I wanted now, to ask you. I did you, see the stuff on social media, what, not yeah. all of it, but most of it. I kind of like skimmed through a lot of it. Cause I was kind of confused as to what was going on, but like, do you, what was like your take on that? Like, I mean, I feel like, um, you know, without like going, are too you much asking into me how I feel about Cam's husband and, and yes, Here's what I think. And I'm going to say this and y'all come for me if you want. I don't care. Um, I watched my husband cry and call my friends crying over what those girls did to me. And I fought with my husband. You are not going to post that. You are not going to say that. You are not going to do that. Leave it alone. Stay away. There is only so much that a husband can watch their wife cry and suffer before they speak up, whether the wife wants them to or not. We don't control our husbands and they don't control us. 
they have their opinions and they are both my husband and Cam's husband are very big. They, they love us. They genuinely love us very much. And when we hurt, they would slay dragons. My husband has this thing called, um, I forget what he calls it, uh, scorched earth policy. If you hurt me, he scorches the earth to stop it. And he'll take down anybody that he needs to. And I think that that is something that comes from a place of love, but gets twisted into things that shouldn't be said. A lot of what they both said, they should not have said. A lot of what my husband said shouldn't have been said. And we both agree to it, but you know, what do you want us to do? Take our grown adults phones away and say, no, honey, no. I mean, you can't control it. All you can do is apologize for it and then try your best to move forward. They know they were in the wrong. Cam knows they were in the wrong. Cam has apologized for them. They have apologized. Um, You know, it is where it is. Tiffany is very hurt. And I understand that. I understand the hurt. I really do. Um, But at the same time, I think think they're at an impasse. And I don't see that resolving anytime soon. I've spoken to both of them about it. I know how each side feels. And I don't. I don't think that there's an apology that'll ever be good enough. And I don't think that's ever something that can be done that can put that pain at ease. And I think that's probably true for a lot of housewives on our show. Mm -hmm. And do you see a like potential um, reconciliation between you and maybe Deandra in the future? I've, I've told everyone that has asked me that I would love to reconcile with Deandra. I hold Deandra harmless for her idiotic comments um, you know, you, you can't expect someone who, you know, doesn't have a GPA of 4.0 to constantly be perfect. Um, and I say that for both of us, we both said a lot of hurtful things. And I think that, um, I don't know, I don't know that Deandra has the ability to let go. She's a lot like her mom, you know, once there's a poke, it, it's, it's a permanent hold. And, and, for me, I'm a lot like my grandmother. I don't need it. I don't want it. I don't want any kind of hate like that around me. Um, I got enough to deal with. Um, listen, if I was perfect, I'd probably have bottoms on right now instead of sitting here butt naked with a sweater on. Um, but (laughs) I love that you just told me that. That's amazing. That's the truth. That's the truth. The um, back of my head looks like a fucking frisball because I, what I got done was enough to run in here, sit down, try to get the Zoom going, and talk to you. So, your hair looks you know, the reality the is, thank you very much. The reality is, I'm a hot fucking mess. Nothing has changed about that. And I don't know that it's ever going to get fixed. I just keep living with it and accepting who I am. And I accept the thing about it is, I accept who Deandra is. I really do. Um, and I think that's what allows me to just release it. You know, I don't think about Deandra on a daily basis. She's not mm-hmm. a thought. She's, I don't think about really anyone on that cast on a daily basis. You know, I'm, I'm busy. I have a busy life. I'm right. creating my reels and working and traveling and, you know, uh, um, a lot of stuff I can't talk about yet because we're still pitching, but One there's day. a lot of great things are coming up for me. And it's because I'm not dead. I'm going to keep going. You know, the mouth works. Um, With that being said, I mean, I know there's like 
you know, we got Real Housewives of Miami that got brought back. Um, if Dallas were to be brought back in the potential future, would you consider coming back and blessing us? It depends on who's on the show. Okay. I'll start with that. It, number one depends on who's on the show. Number two depends on who the produce, production company is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's about it. I mean, I'm never going to say no. Like Andy, I would never say mm-hmm. no. Never means doesn't you know? But at the same time, I don't. I don't think Dallas is going to come back anytime soon. I think. I think the problem with Dallas was that there was a tremendous amount of genuine toxic hatred, and that it never got resolved. It never moved forward. And I think that's very sad. And I think that's part of the reason I left the show that I didn't, couldn't, I will say just like Brandy, the hatred wears on me. And it's why I know she checked out mentally, you know, halfway through the season, I'm sure, because she just, she and I, are, that, that, that is our Christian heart. That hate really does hurt. And it just, you know, it's too much for us. I'd rather live in a world, I'm okay with disagreements, arguments, battles, wars, but they have to end at some point. And if you can't end it, you can't move forward. I love that. So I've, I have moved forward. I would raise my arms a little more, but you don't need to see that. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, so, because um, you you have shown up at BravoCon before, so could we maybe expect oh, you to be at BravoCon Oh, I was invited again? to BravoCon. If Bravo invited me to maybe do a, what are those girlfriend trips, I would consider it depending on who was on the cast. I don't think that I'll get asked to do anything by Bravo. Um, I think that Bravo has their own personal reasons to not like me. And, you know, I can't change that. I'd love to come and do Watch What Happens Live and have a kiki with Andy since he invited me. But again, don't see that happening either. <laughs> okay, so if you did do one of the Ultimate Girls trips, who's like maybe one housewife that you would bring along from your franchise? Oh, I'd probably bring Tiffany. Or I think Tiffany or Cameron. God, what a, you know, trouble I'm going to get in for that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, because I think, Cam, I know how to play with Cam. I know how to set her up for the funny moments. I know how to, you know, like like Cam is the best um, comedic. She she really is good at it. And she knows when I set her up to be funny, she really like, she nails it. Tiffany, I would want to bring Tiffany along just to see how she would do in a world that she has no idea what it's like to be a housewife with a talented housewife. So I think it would be interesting to see how she, if she could hold her own, because I know I could hold my own with Atlanta and New Jersey. Like I know all of those, you know, like for me, I know I can hold my own. I don't worry about that. Um, so it'd be interesting to me to see if she could, because she hasn't been challenged really to up her game, you know, so it'd be fun to see, could she do it? You know, because I think, I th- honestly think she was the saving grace for that last season. You know, that's what I mm-hmm. see on Instagram and Twitter. So I think it would be fun to see what else she had to do, what she, what mm-hmm. else she could do. She's very smart. I enjoy my conversations with her. I honestly would have loved to see like, if like an ultimate girls trip. And then you go to like head to head with Teresa from Jersey. <laughs> Teresa's already done an ultimate girls trip. Um, I know. And, and I will so- tell you something about Teresa. She has the nicest person she's so sweet um it takes a lot to set her off and mostly melissa sets her off so (laughs) it's 
for me, I think Teresa is just one of those people like she, there's a reason why she is still on Jersey. She is Jersey. People want to watch her. And, um, and I, the time I've spent with her, I just fell madly in love. She's one of the nicest housewives out there. She's very quiet. She doesn't really, you know, give a lot. And then you see her on the show and you're like, oh, I see what happened. You know, so you you do know what gets her goat, um, but she's adorable. I, I don't think Teresa and I would really fight. I think Teresa and I would probably band together. I I know I know who I would probably not work well with, but you know, I can won't you, tell you. I no. was gonna say, can you tell me? Oh, no. <laughs> hell to the no! This is called production lesson number one. Don't tell people what you don't want because that's the first thing they'll give you. <laughs> yep, because you'll get nailed to the cross. <laughs> yes, you will. Woo, that cross is fun. <laughs> um, what's next for you, uh, Leanne? What can we see? What can we expect? Uh, more travel. I've got a trip to Aruba coming up in February. I've got tons of collaborations coming up that are really going to be great. Um, I'm doing a lot of this year. I've decided I want to partner with companies and do a, a by Leanne collaboration. So we've got a lot of those in the works. We've got some other stuff I'm not allowed to talk about yet in the works. My husband has a TV show coming out. Um, what else? I shaved today. <laughs> You're not wearing and pants. My, and my, I have no pants on or underwear. Um, and, um, and I have a travel magazine that everybody should go check out, Eternal Traveler Magazine on Instagram. Love it. And then they can keep up with you on Instagram, obviously. Oh, God, yes, please. Instagram is it. All her beautiful posts. Uh, uh, listen, you know what? I do like to have fun. You wait. Wigging out Wednesday is going to be off the chain. I'm so I excited. I've already for that. got my wigs picked. Like one is a neon yellow with an ombre blonde to black. One's a red and blue with like a brilliant red. This 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 <laughs> this wigging out Wednesday bitch is going to be insane. Okay, what's that going to be on? Like Instagram or Instagram? Instagram. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I'm really upping my game. I bought so much shit that I need to learn, obviously, how to work with it. Um, I bought a DJI cam. I bought one of those, you know, things you hold and it just, it's, it's just the own like little uh, GIF or whatever. I, I don't, yeah. Again, not technically proficient. I see videos, I see them use it and I'm like, I click save, then I buy the product and then it just sits here in a pile of shit that I should learn how to use. There's YouTube for that. Don't worry. <laughs> I mean, no, and I watch YouTube. My problem is you really have to have pictures. You know why I'm so good at putting together furniture from Ikea? Because they have fucking pictures. They have pictures. <laughs> and I'm good. I'm like cavewoman. I'm good. picture I'm boop, boop. Got it. The instructions are not it, though. <laughs> oh, my God. If you send me an email with a shit ton of copy on it, I'm like, someone read this and tell me what it says. <laughs> oh my god i love that awesome so nice to meet you nice to meet you <laughs> enjoy your week okay take care i will i won't stand up and turn around oh my god don't i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding bye sweetheart okay. bye Thank you all so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes arrive. If you have any news to share, feel free to message me so I can talk about all your favorite tea. Follow me on Instagram at Housewives Happy Hour with AJ for updates on the podcast and the latest news regarding all things Housewives. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.